Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. Welcome to Marvel Vision, a podcast about Marvel, the MCU, and right now, Madam Web. I'm Alex. Webheads unite. I'm Justin. I'm Pete. And if you haven't seen the movie in theaters, which is most of you probably, spoilers are oh. going to be here. But great news, we're all here. We all paid to see it in theaters because, and I don't say this lightly, we are feminist allies, right? That's we 100% are, wow. right. Yeah, that's I'm starting this. <laughs> I drive up to Sony headquarters and throw $100 bills at their door every day to prove. I support women in STEM, uh, Spider-Man-themed extraneous movies. That's what I do. Wow. Are you telling me this movie's extraneous, Alex? Because that's a big drop at the I'm top sorry, of this. I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. I don't want my ally card to be reneged. Uh, I do actually want to mention one little thing here before we get into the movie, that we got a comment on Spotify from Tim Krebs, who says, where's Pete? He's by far the best part of your group. Sorry, I'm not trying to hurt anyone's feelings. <laughs> I'm just what? not really interested without Pete. So great news, Tim Krebs. We brought back Pete. To talk about Madam Web. He doesn't like talking about the news stuff that we talk about. Oh, he's talking about the news stuff. Okay. But he is. I I was like, where did I go? Huge Dakota Johnson fan. That's what's going on. Yeah. Oh, wow. Pete, you got to rejoin the news team. We need you out there. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Pete, I wish you could all see this on video. He has so much Fifty Shades swag behind him right now. Like all the DVDs. All the books he's covered in it. He's covered That's in right. it. It's, it's sort of like gross. It's like his venom suit in a way. <laughs> Dakota Johnson is my safe word. <laughs> wow. Well, That's anyway. beautiful. We're going to get into spoilers for this movie that is not doing particularly well at the box office right now. We was did all see it packed? in theaters. No. No. What? I was no, the only no, one. No. I was the only one in my theater. Yeah. I I did see it opening weekend at the Alamo Draft House. And it was it was not Stop, full. Not flexing on us. <laughs> yeah, I, a lot of people. A lot of people are flying down to the Amazon to watch it, like the filmmakers intended. Smart. Yeah, smart. That doesn't, take too, that doesn't take too long, as far as I understand. It's very I, easy. I was really could do it in an afternoon. <laughs> we could put this off until it came out, and we could watch it in the comfort of our home, and then review it. You know, what I mean? put, it, put this review up until <laughs> it's over. Yeah. yeah. What do you think this is? Aquaman two. So if you haven't seen this movie, here's a brief overview of the plot. We meet Dakota Johnson's character. (laughs) Good luck with this, bro. I'm going to keep it very short. I'm excited to hear Who's named Cassandra Webb. Uh, She discovers during a near-death experience that she has powers to kind of see the future. 
Hold on, hold on. That just doesn't come fin- till later. Let me just finish this part. I'm doing the brief version. And she also finds out that she's connected to three other characters. Julia Cornwall, who's played by Cindy Sweeney. Adia Corazon, who's played by Isabella Merced. And Maddie Franklin. Oh, that she... just shut up. <laughs> Tim, this is what you brought on. This guy who won't yeah. stop talking. Yeah, happy yeah. Krebs. Yeah, happy Krebs. Krebbers, uh, appreciate uh, it. Mr. Krebs. This one goes out to you, Krebs. Yeah. I love you, Mr. Krebs. Uh, Maddie Franklin, uh, who is played by Celeste O'Connor, and they're all being stalked by a guy named Ezekiel Sims, who is played by Tahir Rahim, who has seen a vision of his own future after killing Cassie's mob in the Amazon. And he has a technology that can remove masks so you can see underneath people's... You've got to stop. Just give me a second. You're going to have plenty of time to shit on this movie. Imagine the technology. So uh, Ezekiel is stalking them. Cassie tries to save them while she figures out her powers and how they work. Um, And ultimately, of course, they beat him using a tried and true superhero technique, which is a Pepsi sign. In the middle of this movie, at the same time, we are getting some Spider-Man adjacent things. Specifically, we are getting Emma Roberts is Mary Parker, the mother of Peter Parker. Very pregnant with her. Uh, And and Adam Scott is Ben Parker, a.k.a. What? Uncle Ben. There's ben, a lot Uncle of, ben? There's a lot of references I wish they to brought him. that up some. <laughs> well, I'll tell you what. My wife didn't notice it, so there you go. My wife. My wife. Yes, that's another flex that I have Did a wife. she just wake up out of a coma? She doesn't know who? No, she did have to leave halfway through because my son got scared of yeah. ben oh, my, of a horrible plot. Yeah, wow. he, he got scared that uh, this is the future of, of uh, filmmaking. Well, of filmmaking. <laughs> He's like, is this the best we can do? I'm out of here. These plot holes. Yes, they went into a 70 millimeter showing of Oppenheimer and he was just fine. Like, yeah, this he makes went a lot outside, of sense. put on another tie and then went into Oppenheimer. <laughs> mm-hmm. Anyway, there's the rough overview of the plot. Also, Zosia Babbitt is there. Uh, and <laughs> Yes. So... I did see it with some people in the theater, other than oh, my son and wife who left halfway through. Justin, how was your theater experience? Uh, similar to, um, like, I saw it a little bit later than you, so um, mucho MTO. Um, and that's fine. It doesn't, it doesn't damage my perception of the movie. I don't need a crowd of screaming fans. You don't fans. need a crowd of people to have fun all, and have all, this, all the reactions. No, with all the screaming fans are in my brain. So yeah. that's fine. I don't need the exterior. So page. it's already packed when you go into an empty theater. Exactly. They're all 100%. in your mind. They're all there. I feel the theater in my brain. Wow. The mind's eye. You know, there's a lot of big philosophy at play. In your in mind's eye theater, how many Zelbins are in that one, if it's packed? It's full of Zelbins. Yeah. Full of uh, Zelbins. That's too many Zelbins. Yeah. You can actually, you can order that. You can get an Oops All Zalbin screen. <laughs> oh, it. It's not that much extra, I got to be honest. Uh, let's jump into reactions of the movie. I'm going to start off because I imagine I will have the most controversial opinion here. Ooh, I didn't hate it. Well, it, let me say, because I heard your take, and there are some good things. I how mean, obviously, I feel already? like... This is the first time uh, we're recording this. How did you hear his take already? Some people talk outside. I don't just, I don't talk to it's Krebs. It's been several weeks since the movie came out. Yeah. Oh, my God. You're on the phone do with you Krebs all day. Like I'm Krebs talking to Alex. hotline? Like, how do you... No, you do. You're the Krebs guy. Uh, I love you, Tim Krebs. The, uh, I wish you loved me. The... <laughs> The uh, there's some good parts to this movie. Honestly, it's another like thing where this movie is just way overstuffed with nonsense. When the bones are, I thought pretty cool. Like the final destination stuff. When the we get to see 
her powers coming into focus. I thought that sequence was cool. It then gets way overdone by the end of it, where I'm like, all right, we know she's having a vision. We don't need to see it twice, my guys. Uh, the Seeing the, the trio of um, spider girls was great. I thought that was cool. I wish we saw all of that movie where yeah. they were coming well, together. That was kind of frustrating to get a tease of that and then never uh, deliver on it. I almost rather oh, would have no. had none of that, frankly. Like, I, I don't mm. even think we needed that necessarily because to your point, Justin, the thing that so I So you're really... saying put less women in movies is what you're saying. <laughs> is that what you're saying, Alex? We've, ju- uh, we've juiced Pete up with your, com- your <laughs> yes. Spotify comment. This is, this is a rare me saying it's good and then Pete gets annoyed. That's, yeah, that's exactly. a reverse of our usual dynamic here. Yeah. Um, the main thing that I liked about it before we jump into the spider ladies of it all um, – Dakota Judson is very dry and funny, and I don't think yes. all of the jokes hit, but there are several jokes that, like, were legitimate jokes that she actually delivered as jokes, and they were pretty funny. And then there was a lot of other things in the movie that were so insane and ludicrous that they were yeah. laugh-out-loud funny. Like, I don't think it's on the level of, like, this is a camp classic we got to watch every single year or anything like that, but I had a pretty good time, and I would say, by contrast... I got home later and I was like, you know what? That was kind of fun to watch in the theater. What if I watched Morbius? And I watched Morbius after that. That is such a slog. Yeah. So boring. So not interesting to watch, except for like one moment where Matt Smith is dancing in the middle of the movie. That's kind of goofy. Like that showed me. It made me feel even better about my reaction to Babu Webb because that is a movie like it doesn't work as a movie. But as an experience that I had a good time watching in the theater, it definitely does. Hmm. Interesting. Wow. All right. Uh, yeah, Pete, you have Okay, some so words. first off, like, I had very low expectations. I was ready to hate this movie. I'd heard horrible things about this movie. I didn't want to go see this movie. Uh, but why, I went. Why did you go see it? Yeah, what made you finally go? Yeah, what what really like? Uh, did you have a vision about the movie that you must see it? <laughs> Is that have, what happened? Did you have friends who bullied you over text about not being a feminist if you didn't? Yes. Go? Well, I I appreciate. I wish you wouldn't have said the truth. I would have just <laughs> said that you guys pressured me into going to see it. You know, we didn't have to get into the nitty gritty details of it. I, I love the nitty gritty. What is a podcast but a journey into I, the nitty gritty? You know, uh, I I just think that like. I didn't hate it. I didn't know what I was watching or what it was or what was happening as far as I was like, wait, uh, what? Um, but I didn't hate it. I did. There were parts where I guffawed out loud at how bad it was. The part where it was like, with great par- uh, power comes sometimes maybe later responsibility. Was <laughs> no, 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 it, it wasn't that. that. It was that like, line we, we, was ridiculous. Uh, sometimes when you have power, responsibility shows up. No, was, it was great. It was the went, absolute like, flip. We it was, know what the line is. And they went all they fought yeah, it was every the, uh, Justin, say what it was because it was the yeah, absolute it was like, flip, right? Yeah, it was like, with great, ron- uh, great ra- responsibility can sometimes lead, sometimes lead to great power. I was like, <laughs> get oh, the fuck out of here. That's yeah. a horrible misunderstanding. My favorite Come uh, on, goofy dude. part that we keep doing at home since we saw the movie, specifically me and my daughter, because we were the only two people left alive or whatever, watching <laughs> yeah. it. But the the point when she somehow goes back in time and visits her mom, right? Dakota yeah. Johnson's delivery on the line, you did it, mom. You did it. I didn't even know I was sick. 
is like yeah. comes out of absolutely nowhere is based on nothing way too much emotion clearly they were like all right Dakota we just wrote the they mentioned say this. for like a second she was sick and then she kind of really hung on yeah. she really like dug into that very deep yeah. uh, so funny all, all it was very funny. The line, my line in that vein was um, when uh, Ezekiel's like, "Did you say web? Like, wait, web? Are you about the guy, like Spider like, Web? I mean, the spiders. This whole thing is about spiders. Web. Her name is Web about- Cassandra Web. Cassandra like sees the future, and Web like Spider Web. Uh huh." Okay, I'm gonna go kill him. <laughs> I was like, that was ridiculous. Stocks. That's it was almost like, wait, what's your mom's name? Like, yeah. what? Wait, what's this name that's gonna stop me in my tracks? And why I look at the camera or almost the, look at the wait? No, but hang on. Yeah. Pete's First of all, one. that villain who it Zeke. looks like he did a voiceover of his lines later because his lips didn't match. And it was I like he all did. this action going down. And then the audio sounded like he got re- later well, recorded. So let, the let's talk like, about this for a minute, yeah, because obviously they haven't talked about it. Nobody asked them in a junket interview or anything like that. But he is an actor, just to be clear, like he speaks perfect English. He yeah, is I, has been in many English speaking productions. This is not somebody who has like a thick accent you can't understand. And it's not a level of ADR where it was, oh, we had a chopper go by, so we gotta re-record the lines. It's like whole plot things that yeah. you can do when he's wearing the evil Spider-Man mask. Yeah, of course. You can do when his back is to the camera. You cannot do that. When you're looking straight out at a person and they're talking, even if they're kind of moving their lips a little Sony bit. Sony says you can. Yeah. <laughs> I agree. With you. That was insane. Like, it was utterly insane. Also, this guy was the worst boss ever, dude. Like, what the fuck? His micromanagement bullshit. I was like, why are we watching well, this? Let me ask you a question. Did you guys. We know nothing about, and we're watching this guy. Like, you better find a way. I'm going to just peer over your shoulder. Yeah, do you did you guys also gasp in delighted surprise when Zosio Mamet showed up? Well, it's funny. Right. She how long? How many days do you think she filmed in this movie? Like, like half a lunch? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it, she was in the same frame the whole time, being like, "I don't know, I've got all the cameras on him." And I was like, "I know this movie set in two thousand three, but we know." About technology. The movie is trying to tell us, like, hey, you wouldn't believe this. Like, Enemy of the State. They did a whole Enemy of the State plot in this movie. I was like, not necessary. I choose to think that Zosha Mama is playing the same character she's playing in Girls. (laughs) <laughs> who this is a job that she got. She's like, what is this nightmare dude talking about? I just don't understand why we need to see him be stressed out about the money he spent on the surveillance equipment. That was, and the fact that, like, look what we can do. We can take masks, oh, take them off. One last thing I'll say about Zosia Babbitt, and then here's my explanation for that. The Zosia Babbitt thing is also so funny because there's no resolution whatsoever. No. She just there's no beginning. She's just all middle. She there's just nothing. walked in. It's clearly stuff that happened through reshoots because they're like, we need to explain how he is getting to these places and tracking down these people. They obviously insert some seeds. And I think this is the biggest problem with the movie is you can do research. You can do rewrites of things. You we can have change. gotten to the biggest problem with the movie. Yes. Well, you can do things throughout, but you need somebody who's like, okay, here's the final version of these things. And you'll always see things that go wonky, go wrong or off or whatever. But here they had somebody who was clearly writing some, uh, I don't remember the guy, the guy who was working on it like, 
five, ten years ago or something like that, was working on a Madam Web movie. Then they had these two dudes who have got a lot of flack online for bad movies that they've been involved in who came in and rewrote the script. Then the director, S.J. Clarkson, who has directed some really good stuff, uh, working with a writer who she worked with on, uh, I'm honestly forgetting, but it's some like legit shows, like actually really good shows, um, came in and rewrote a bunch of it as well. Something happened. Something happened where those three versions plus of the script just did not come together. Clearly, somebody looked at this and was like, no, we're just taking it away. You got to do this. You got to do this. You got to do this. Whether it was Sony, the studio, whether it was S.J. Clarkson not being in control of the stuff, a combination of all of those things, stars wanting different things. We don't know. But it was just so many different elements at the same time that never jived together to be a cohesive movie that, again, I'll emphasize, I had a pretty good time watching. Okay. Yeah. Pete, some complaints from you? Yeah, just a pretty good time. It just makes me a little bit angry. Uh, uh, I had a great time. Is that better? No, I just... More the angry. Best time. What, the best time. You, said, you said earlier she was funny. Um, so, like, I agree there were some real funny moments. There was some dry humor stuff. Sorry, I Peter, enjoy you're about her. to say that women can't be funny? Is that what oh you're saying? Oh, my God, shut up. No way. <laughs> Um, that is not true at all. I think it's one of those you things that, oh my God, <laughs> that like, there's like time to be dry. And then there's times to kind of like, like she's making horrible decisions all over the place. And it's, uh, I wanted it to be a little bit more campy or lean into it a little bit because that's, I think that's right. Yeah. I and great. And I was like, Oh my God. And the parts were like, Oh, now she's showing off and she had a little bit of a smirk. I was like, yes, have some fun here. Let's get a little bit more of the fun that you're having. Like the, I felt like there was just like, Oh, we're going to have fun, but no, Oh, there's a possibility well, of fun, but no, you know what I mean? So I felt like there was a lot of playing with my emotions and well, why does this movie hate Mike Epps? Like, that dude just <laughs> died, and she walked like she just turned and walked away, and that was it. And then well, I she kept waiting for him to get powers. Yeah. Was and he then also back in and an Mike earlier Ups. scene? Was he in? He was at the barbecue, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Because when he showed up, I was like, "What's who is this guy? What's going oh, my on?" Oh my god! No, no, no. I mean, I know who Mike Epps is. I'm saying like he was not established enough as a character <laughs> right. in the barbecue for me to be like, "Oh no, this guy died in an ambulance crash." It was yeah. a coworker of hers that she, it seemed like she was like, I was like, all right, well, as soon as she gets her power, she's definitely going to go back in time after she hugs her mom, of course. Now save Mike Epps, right? Like, now you're going to save Mike Epps? We're just going to keep no. Mike Epps dead? Oh, well, my God. But also, no, when you're no, really he, connected he's, with he's, the way. Uh, what, do, what do they call it? It's a canon event. So there you go. Yeah. Can't you you really connected with him when he was flipping those burgers on the grill? You were like, he was this destroying important. burgers. That's not, I'm just saying, like, Mike Epps, uh, uh, right, a yeah. great uh, comedian, actor, yeah. fun person. Mm-hmm. You see him, you're like, hey, I know that guy. Oh, don't, mur- oh, you just murdered him. <laughs> well, like, that I mean, was like, also, yeah, what was I, that about where they kept setting up? They're like, you're going to set a fire. You're going to set a fire if you keep doing the burgers like that. The oil would explode. And I was like, here we go. It's going to be a use of her powers. Yeah. Nope. Nope. No. Nothing. I, what I think, what I think happened. Burgers. I mean, you can't be mad that, that he died. I mean, he he was what? the character that was there to die. Like, it's not like the movie was like. I guess we got to kill him. He had so much potential. He does almost nothing and then dies just to be uh, have he a little a moment family. with the main character. It was just like 
I know he's not real though. Real quick, just he's not real. So what yeah. I was going to say though is that wait, wait they, can I just ask Pete? Would you prefer that he died in the abandoned Pepsi fireworks factory? Uh, I, you know, I, maybe just Where have Pepsi him get an accident. All their fireworks. I don't know. Whatever, man. I just follow. It's like, man, this fucking movie hates Mike Epps, man. Like, just <laughs> yeah. straight up murdered this guy after we got to see him, and it was like, holy shit. I, this movie has big Pepsi energy throughout, I feel like. Yeah. It's just, yeah. it feels like. I mean, would you pe- prefer to get murdered by a Pepsi sign or a Coke sign? I feel like Pepsi oh, signs Coke. a bet. Coke, 100%. Coke, 100%. 100%. Absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, you don't think it's I mean, funnier it's to get legit- by Pepsi than a Coke sign? I think that's funny. In an ironic sort of way. And like, yeah, a, oh, be, no. Yeah. Worst kind of nightmare. Much funnier if you died by Mountain Dew sign, Pete. Well, that's now that's irony. irony than, yeah. you know, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I mean. You, oh, when that sign word. shows up on your blood test and you have Mountain Dew icons in your blood <laughs> and you're like, the doctor's like, it doesn't look good. And you're like, I'm doing it country cool. I'm <laughs> sorry. This man's I'm blood mostly is Mountain Dew. I don't know how I could die from This man's uh, blood Mountain is 90% Dew. Baja Breeze. Yeah. <laughs> the, Ironically, well, I'm going to have to call a code red on you, Pete, there because you're go. dead. Come on. Oh, that was the right one. Sorry. You got to uh, know your comedy flavors. It is I funny that it, they were pushing Pepsi so much since the soda universe is very much the Pepsi to the MCU's Coke. Um, oh. The moment oh, where ah. she's, at, she's at the barbecue and she's like, Pepsi, can I have a beer or anything else? And they're like, nope. <laughs> no, You're going to carry one. that Pepsi yeah, around for the next Pepsi. five minutes. It's going to be important later. You know. Mm-hmm. Uh, see, that's her web powers. Yeah. What, about, even what about speaking of her web powers and Pepsi? The final, so she, when she first has the visions, when she dies, she pictures the S, right? Mm-hmm. No, no, no. Yeah, she pictures the S uh, yeah. on the logo falling down through the water. And then in the final fight with Ezekiel Sims, she's on the sign and she's looking up and she sees the S is loose. And she's like, okay, I got to shuffle back. And she's shuffling back and looking at the S and shuffling back and looking at the S. And then the P falls on him and kills him. I, yeah. I was like, that's a twist. That counts a twist. <laughs> and, and, and that's an nice Shyamalan. The S was, was like for that. Spider-Man and the P was for Peter Parker, right? There we go. It's a, I don't think you're allowed to say that name even on a review yeah. of this podcast. <laughs> yeah. For, due to what contractual is that reasons. about? Is there some... No, there, they're not allowed to use actual Spider-Man stuff at all. They, can, they can't touch Peter Parker, so that's why the balloon popped any time. <laughs> St. Peter. I was like, guys, you can't lean that hard into this and do that. But I think that's the core problem. I think the, the problems of the movie boil down to the backwards power responsibility line. This movie's doing trying so hard to be to be Spider-Man when just be this movie. Because this movie else, had yeah. good bones, I think. The final destination of keep- it all, I thought was really cool. The moments when it's her doing final destination with these these three girls and they're sort of like, you're weird. And she's like, you're almost dead. <laughs> like that stuff's fun. And they could have just done that all day. And instead they made this play Twister with the Spider-Man. <laughs> I totally agree right. with you on that. The plot synopsis keeps calling it like a very different thing for Sony, more of a thriller. And I kept thinking the entire time, if they'd jettisoned mostly everything, and it was just Dakota Johnson, like you're saying, trying to save these three girls in a slasher movie type situation, maybe even, you know, they start getting killed off over the course of the movie, like make a straight horror movie out of it. That's much more interesting. Like, maybe yeah. don't even show us Ezekiel Sims Maybe that was one out of his costume or anything. I, I think maybe it was. I think they were going yeah, for bet. something like that. And then somebody was like, no, 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 you got to have Mary Parker and Ben Parker in this movie. That's super important. Okay. Well, 
And I would also say just one last thing on sort of what uh, the overall trajectory of this. I bet this movie started there, like we're saying, horror, thriller. There was more over-the-plate, simple plot. And then I think Sony was like maybe two years ago, year and a half ago, was like, oh, this is it. This is our Iron Man. We're going to blow out this uh, female-centric Spider-Verse. We Screw Morbius. We're done with that. We'll do these other ones. But this is the one we're going to launch the franchise with. Because the way the movie ends is like Madam Web's in the chair, and she got three, wait, s- wait, three wait, random wait, women. Wait, who are, wait, this. Hold on. Wait, wait, Ruby, you can talk You're about that. nuts. You're just, all over the place. Let's do I'm making, one thing I'm making one point, and then we can talk. About, we're not. We're not dying. Except I had a vision that your head's going to explode. Yeah, Yeah. see? But what I'm saying, I don't know how each of them are going to separately get spider powers and somehow be friends. Like, that's insane. Uh, But they were like, this is going to launch our female-centric Spider-Man franchise. And then all of Marvel and DC continued to blow up. They were like, ah, let's... We have to shrink this movie way down, cut a a lot of the world-building stuff... Totally change Ezekiel's shit and just make this a one, a standalone movie that ends in a place we might pick up on, but we're not going to. So it went from skinny to bloated to skinnier again. And that I think is why there's all the ADR and reshoots and all that nonsense. Do you think this is what I think happened? The notes came back and they're like, hey, this is good, but there isn't enough vehicular manslaughter going on. (laughs) What if every time Madam Webb needed to do something she was behind the wheel and just in my so can we talk about the ambulance scene in times square for a second because my two favorite things one i was like oh yeah she finally has her classic madam web vehicle an ambulance (laughs) (laughs) just driving around it's sweet steals that absolute funniest piece of blocking to me was ezekiel sims on the car where everybody's in the car in times square she somehow goes to that parking garage smashes through Times Square, and yeah. the way it arced, she would have missed him, except yeah. he, <laughs> he jumped off the car in front of her ambulance, so yeah. she could hit him. The idea also, that her, obviously. Also, I don't know if you know how parking garages work. They don't just have holes and then put billboards <laughs> up. You know yeah. what I mean? There's usually sure? like a, a wall there. Are you sure? Like, Are you some sort of... <laughs> Parking garage architect piece. I don't think it would do well if you had no just like no legs. Yeah, yeah. The, just, the idea that her superpower, her superpower besides visions of the future, is just being an absolute maniac. <laughs> just a, like a boss behind the wheel. Like also, I just there were so many ideas, and I was like. How did you get from being born in the Amazon to an EMT worker who's just a maverick behind the wheel? Why, there's a lot of things that happen in a person's <laughs> life, Pete. Yeah, yeah I think just, about it. Think about the whole span of your life and all the different lives you've lived. How did you get from where you started in a gutter with some ooze as a turtle to where you are now on a podcast? Alex, oh, yeah. I just want you to know, if you're ever in trouble, I'll yeah. come over and save you, but then I'm going to leave you alone so I can go read something by myself, which is an activity that I can I mean, bring you with. I really believe, I believe I that about you. Well, we should say really, really quickly that Pete is a teenage mutant non-ninja human. He was a turtle. He got in some ooze and he became a human. <laughs> but he doesn't know a ninja stuff. <laughs> and a rat was also his mentor, but just a regular rat. Yeah. yeah the rat just taught him to eat really disgusting stuff. Yeah. Uh, the, I mean, cars play a crazy role in this movie. Okay, like, wait. I feel like, well, there's a, I feel like 
a lot of maybe they whoever however many people wrote this they're like hey you could take the license plates off a taxi cab and no one will know where it is <laughs> also, like, put, she her, put her in any other car her. she wrecked the car and then the next day it was just fine she's just driving around again like yeah nobody, but also like, there's several other identifying pieces on a taxi cab beyond the license plate yeah also all this technology but like oh we can't track it she's missing can't find yeah, her just the can't idea find her. Uh, she's trying to like her, the guy that your buddy that died. Uh, she's like, let me drive, and I'm like, no, get him out of the. If you drive, you're gonna die. What? Yeah, you're that's not how it works. Get out of there. And I, then I just, will oh, say, also, it turns just, out she just stalled him long enough to perfectly hit. Like, oh, like all oh, that was ridiculous. That was, I do want to mention ridiculous. just off of the. You mentioned the scene with her reading the book, which is a scene that I do think is ridiculous, but legitimately funny where she's reading the book to her cat. And my favorite actual joke in the movie, which is poorly blocked, so it doesn't quite hit, but the scene where she's like, I have spider powers and that guy could cling to all, so maybe I could do it. And you get the Spider-Man buildup and she jumps on the ball and falls down. Very funny idea for a bit. Extremely poorly filmed, wrong room yeah. to do it in. It should have yeah. been her wa- running directly into a brick wall. There just, was, a, yeah, a lot of different ways. Any, anything. But I, I like the idea of that joke. That's all I'm yeah. saying. Just as I'm complimenting things here. And I will say one cool car thing was when they um, used the uh, uh, panels, the uh, heart panels, to charge up the top mm-hmm. of the ambulance. That was oh, dope. That, that whole scene that was really where cool. she came back from Peru from hanging out in that cave with a guy who was the one guy in the cave who was like, well, yeah, waited here. Uh, I told you mom I'd be here. I told your mom I'd be here. I whispered as a baby. You remember okay. that. At any point, reached out to you, but I'm. I, I, I assumed you raised her a little bit or something or nope. Nope, just gave the baby away and she ended up in America. Just yeah. Amazon yeah. package straight. Spiked right her there. directly into an ambulance, which is why she loves ambulances so much. That makes sense. How she, she was bitten. EMT. Bitten by a radioactive ambulance. Yes. Uh, uh, anyway, you- but yes, her coming back, that whole action sequence, it was ridiculous. But her using her powers to save everybody was fun. Uh, yeah. That was a good, well-blocked sequence. I wish we had more of that. Agreed. Yeah, more action sequences would have been fun. I agree. Um, also, we talked. We got to talk about that last shot where she is blind and she turns to look out a window, like just a slow. Yeah. She's like, "Yeah, yeah, I'll talk to you guys." I'm just gonna slow turn to look out this. What? She can feel the sun on her face, Pete. Yeah, it's I nice. Do think it's ridiculous? There was zero reason. To give her the classic Madame Web look at the end of this movie. Nobody asked yeah. for that. Nobody wanted nope. that. Nobody, nobody knows. Nobody knows about that. Nobody That's the it. idea. This movie sets them up in the act, like this beautiful, cool action pose. I'm like, nope, no one's going to see that again. <laughs> I just Good night. I, I, I Listen, guys, if, you know, we're ever in a situation where I'm talking to you, but then I just start to slow turn to look out a window, I want you to check in with me and just make sure mm-hmm. I'm doing it right. Because... Hands well, out, probably not. If she I'm got just... hit straight in the face with a firework, which blinded her. And you talking about the, when she was underwater and got hit in the face with the underwater underwater fireworks? fireworks very underwater expensive. fireworks. Yeah, she a lot of people think that. when it hits the water that it stops being a firework, but that's not mm-hmm. true. No, no, no especially not if it's a Pepsi <laughs> brand firework. That, that shit's dangerous. Oh, They're man. better underwater. Yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> just to jump back uh, to the beginning, Pete, how do you feel about the in association with Marvel flip? <laughs> it's like the Marvel flip, but it's in association with them. Yeah, it seems. Uh, I just wish they would just. I don't know, man. It's 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 not a good way to start a movie. I'll tell you that much. Wow, 
really hits you different when it's in association. It and then Alex, I was I was yeah, thinking of you up? at the beginning of this movie as well when you you on record hating the spider totems, Ezekiel, all that thing. And this movie leaned it was exclusively that. When the guys <laughs> in the Amazon were in the spider suits, I was like Come on, guys. Get out of here with this. And the fact that the movie has Ezekiel, the bad guy, in a Spider-Man adjacent suit, I was like, no, wrong again. Don't do that. Why are you doing that? Well, and Pete, I know I cut off your joke earlier about this, but the fact that he was like, I'm on a full-on Spider-Man suit, and then not even the next scene, but like the next shot. Seconds later. Now I'm in my suit again. Yeah, just, yeah. What are you talking about? I don't know. Couple I st- oh, you're talking about Mad Max versions of Spider-Man that I was two seconds ago? No, I'm not that guy anymore. Uh, there it was just... a point during the scene at the train station, which I think was it was Grand Central, right? But like the trains were definitely not the trains at Grand Central. They looked entirely wrong. Yeah, but that scene where like he's attacking Ezekiel Sims is wearing his suit and he's attacking. And then there's also stuff of him in the evil Spider-Man suit. I was full on convinced by the end of that scene that the guy in the Spider-Man suit was actually whatever his name was down in Peru protecting them. And that mm. was going to be so oh, interesting movie. Did I you wonder, like look down at that... your phone for a little while or something or did you get no, lost? Because he was walking through the train in his suit and then suddenly he was in the Spider-Man suit and he was pulling the cops who were trying to attack um, Cassie, <laughs> Dakota Johnson. What's your name? Yeah. I'm having a vision. Cassie yeah. Webb. Uh, Cassie Webb. Well, it seemed maybe, like they were at cross purposes. Maybe there's a different version of this movie where in like the comics, Ezekiel sort of is positioned as a good guy at first. Mm-hmm. And maybe a much longer version has a reveal that he's actually the, the bad guy. Yeah. Uh, that also reminds me of one of my favorite ridiculous things is they spend so much time talking about how he is walking on the ceiling and they're like, no, no, he can't possibly be doing it on his feet. He's using his hands. His hands are sticky like a spider. That's how he's climbing. And then I think the next time we see him, he's walking upside down on his feet on the ceiling. Not not a great yeah. attention to detail. It, yeah, that's <laughs> I'm not sure who's watching this movie, but I don't think I don't anyone think watched it all the way through because yeah, the but, editing also yeah, it was like the editing was a little weird, but there were some cool wonder shots, especially in the sort of early middle when she's figuring out her powers. And shouts to Ezekiel, the hardest I think I would bet the hardest place to pick up a single person would be at an opera. No, you imagine just, you drop the program. And you're good to go, baby. The odds of meeting another single person at the opera? That's insane. And he picks her up and takes <laughs> what her What are you home? talking about, dude? Opera's all single. It's just waiting I, around I the lobby. Don't, no. Just like hanging out, looking to see who's going in. Yeah. You, you're, you're involved you, in sort of an opera sex community? <laughs> 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 Sounds like it. Can we talk about the Spider Girls a little bit? Uh, so we've yes. got Sydney Sweeney, Isabella like Merced, and Celeste but O'Connor. But the movie didn't want us to talk about them at all. Not much, but I think they did have a good rapport with what they're given. The scene of them hanging out in the woods and ripping each other I love them all as fun. actors. I think they're yeah. great. It's cr- it's just crazy how famous Sydney Sweeney is now and the fact that she's sort of barely in this movie. And it's like the the sort of straight straight over-the-plate boring, quote-unquote mm-hmm. boring one. I was like, wow, you missed uh, opportunity from a movie perspective here, given her current role. Yeah. Well, what do you think happened there? Because there was a lot of chatter 
And I think I think this was just red carpet talk, but there was a lot of chatter with him talking about like, I'm so excited to join Marvel. I love all the Marvel movies. Can't wait to be in more Marvel movies. People are like, oh, no, they were tricked into joining the MCU. I don't think that's possible. Right. Like they had to know what they were getting into. Uh, yeah, but I, I also think they were like, yeah, this is probably I bet it was sold. Like I was saying, like, this is the Iron Man to a new like female centric mm. Marvel Spider-Man movie franchise. And they were like, cool, we're on board. We'll do this movie where we're not as big roles. But then we get our own yeah, spinoffs movie, where yeah. we all get to become spider like women in a, their own way. I felt like this was a weird zero issue for the next movie. You know what I mean? hundred percent. Because again, like, again, that's how, just how do you think, next movie is going to be great. How do you think they got from the point of forgetting for a second how all three of them got spider powers somehow almost simultaneously? Yeah. Why 10 years down the road did they decide to murder Ezekiel Sims? Because that's something else that's never established. They're like, he's, they're going to come and kill me in 10 years. I see it every night. In it my seems dreams. like he's a dick boss. You know what I mean? Imagine that 10 uh, years yeah. later, how much of an asshole. So he they is. went out to well, drinks with Zosha Mamet, and she was like, he's forcing me to just like sit at this desk and look yeah. at cameras. You got to kill this guy. And they're like, on it. She's the mastermind. Great. The great post credit scene that would have been. Oh, I, I do think, I bet if I were thinking of this and had to explain it, I would say he does try to kill them just much later. And his increased visions keep moving up the date he needs okay. to start killing them. Yeah. Yeah, yeah that <laughs> makes sense. That's definitely implied. You kind of touched on this before, but if Zosha Mabbitt hung out with the three of them, we could have spider girls. Yeah. Like girls, but girls, spider, but spiders, spiders, yeah. spider girls. Same, same storylines. Cool. Um, yep. The uh, uh, <laughs> oh, well, go ahead. nothing else to say. No, no, no. Go ahead, please. <laughs> I was going to say the um, and uh, just the Mary Parker, the very yeah. weird baby shower scene. The Ben. Oh this God. is Ben. Ben Parker, you are out of control. I, so you're happy with your wife or future wife, May. Great. Yeah, the, but, he, but he also can't say May. Like, it's yeah, specifically... Well, because they're the characters May. in Marvel. He can't oh, say okay. May and Peter. That's why they're just dodging those bullets like crazy. Huh. But the, the Mary Parker stuff where she's like, yep, yeah, Richard, he's in Mumbai, Shanghai. I can't keep track of him. I was like, what? What is this? Is this like you tried so hard to put these characters in, and then they're like, and hey, we don't give a yeah, shit we don't about each about other. We're nobodies. Can I, like, I throw out my theory to you? You guys probably know this, but I think I, I, I think there's a reason for this. So Richard, first of all, canonically in the comics, Richard and Mary are spies. That's something that they played with in the Andrew Garfield movies a little bit. So that might be what they were referencing a little bit. But let me throw out another theory at you. So I think there's a little chance that at some point this was supposed to be a Christmas movie and then it changed. And I have a mm, couple of reasons what? for that. Interesting. So, okay. So I'm trying to remember there were three. This movies. is not a Christmas movie, man. Well, hold on. First, there reason. was not even a mention of, there's no, you're it's coming to you. You're getting a vision now of the moment nope. when they mentioned Christmas after she gets in her accident, she gets dismissed from work, and she says get sent back home. The first thing that she does is she watches the classic version of A Christmas Carol, which is a patently insane thing for anybody to do outside of the corridor. Between, would you ever watch A Christmas Carol at any point other than between no. Thanksgiving and New Year? If I'm Dakota Johnson, Absolutely. I do. No, I mean we I'm won't even get into the. the film. Maybe we, gear, 
Cassandra Webb would not. Dakota yes. Johnson, you can't predict do, any of that. The her whole point yeah. of that scene, the whole point of that is to like set up the idea of pre uh prognostication, which she's like, you can't change the future, Scrooge, which means that maybe she never finished A Christmas Carol. I'm not 100% sure about that, but she's watching Christmas Carol. So there's that. The second part is in the scene in the diner, in the scene in the diner, the three girls hear Toxic on the radio Mm, by Britney Spears. The radio DJ says, hey, this is off her new album. It hasn't been released as a single yet, but I think it's going to be big. And everybody knows the words and loves the song. And they start dancing on the table and singing along to Toxic. The album Toxic was on was released at November 15th, 2003. It wasn't released as a single until January 10th. 2004. So this movie has to take place somewhere between those two dates, right? Uh, sorry, just so everyone knows, Alex is, you... Alex is giving off big Charlie Day uh, <laughs> murder board meme energy oh right God. now. Well, now, here's the thing. If you look, Are you, the way that fun? they're dressed, it doesn't make any sense, right? That it would be winter no. or that cult. Except if you look at the weather patterns from 2003 in December, <laughs> you'll see that there's a couple of extremely warm days that went into the upper 60s, including December 11th, which is when I think the barbecue probably happened. That's probably no. when the barbecue happened. Barbecue Why would you have a stuff. barbecue outside in the middle of winter unless it was warm outside, right? Now, here's... Here's the thing. What? If you think about the timeline of the movie, she was dismissed from work for a week. A lot of stuff happened. They go for the hotel. It was nice out. When and, she then, was... and then she says, I got to go to Peru for a week. So there's at least two weeks where this movie happens. If you go exactly two weeks from December three, 11th. It happens over a three-week period, the movie. It takes two place weeks. Over three, Why do you say three, three weeks? Because I was watching reviews of this movie, and they said it was three weeks. It's two weeks. Because here's the thing. <laughs> December 11th is the warm day. Two weeks later, December 25th, Christmas. Christmas Eve is the point when Mary, Mary, oh a mother God. of the future Messiah, oh whose father what doesn't that? seem to be What's anywhere around. You got to get out of your birth. basement, man. She yeah, is attended by three wise people, <laughs> oh my, the three oh spider girls, oh and gives birth to the future spider messiah. On Christmas Day, wow, so, that's beautiful. Uh, so I think the I idea that you point. think you what think the, the people who made this movie had pinpointed a warm day in 2003 <laughs> to build their movie around. <laughs> I wish they were trying that. Well, I will say, in all seriousness, the Pepsi Cola sign <laughs> on the Pepsi factory is a real thing in New York. Yeah. it's in. Uh, Long Island City. I lived near it for many, many years. Yeah, but isn't it on thing. the ground? Isn't well, it? so here's the thing. No, it used to be on the roof. Is that you go in, on the 2002, subway, it goes it. in 2002, it was attached to the Pepsi Cola factory. They yeah. decided to shut it down, but it was up for landmark status. So they took that sign and moved it 300 feet south, I think, is what happened to where it is now, where you can see it when you're driving on the FDR or whatever. So that didn't happen until the beginning of 2004. So there was a period where the Pepsi factory in 2003 was abandoned. Nothing was in it before it was wrecked in 2004 and before the Pepsi Cola side was moved. So I think the reason they said it in 2003 was because that was the one point where they could have an abandoned factory with the Pepsi side on it. Maybe at some point, but no one was trying that hard in this movie. Are you saying that the Pepsi factory is also full of fireworks? Yeah, canonically, in real life. Yeah, yeah. The, to burst Talking into about Pepsi this much makes me want to drink Coke. 
That's the great. point. That's what this movie did. This is a great <laughs> Coke advertisement. Yeah. Uh, what else? The only other thing I was going to say is I did think it was funny when they're, she's in the cab and they have their fight and then she closes the talking window in the cab when they're being annoying. <laughs> it's like, Dakota, I bet that was just Dakota being like, I'm sick of being in this movie. <laughs> Shut it down. Uh, any other notes you guys want to mention about the movie? Any other scenes that jumped out to you? Yeah, I just uh, I just wanted to say uh, overall I thought like the I wasn't mad at any of the acting choices or any of that. I I felt like uh, oh, that's nice. the people were <laughs> delivering on a uh, you know uh, on a level. You know what I mean? That's really nice. <laughs> Not high level or low level, just a level. A level. That's yeah. a great. Put that on the poster. This movie <laughs> delivers at a level. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, before we wrap up here, I do want to talk, though, about the future or lack thereof of Sony's Spider-Man universe. At this point, Morbius absolutely tagged. Everybody hated it. Yeah, the Webb second tanked, one's But it didn't it make its money back? I think it might I have. I think it made its money back on International. I think yeah. Morbius is technically in the black. Right. And here's the thing, is that relative to a lot of other Marvel-type movies, this didn't cost quite as much. So they're going to yeah. lose money, but I believe they set it up in a way that even if they lose money, it's not going to be a uh, Sony-destroying amount. Obviously, they have Craven the Hunter is coming later this year. Venom 3, they're getting ready to wrap filming pretty soon. So that's coming towards the end of this year. So we are going to get more Sony Spider-Man-adjacent movies but at this point, do you think there's going to be anything beyond that? And or if there was more, what should they do to fix this? I, I think they will not make more of this branch of the Sony verse. I feel like this movie's not going to do even close to well enough. Craven, I think, could hit because it's just going to be an ultraviolet chaos movie. That's all just like so, dude uh, flex gun shit. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Venom, I think, is going to have the right mix of campiness, weirdness and insanity that I think could pop in the same way that the first two did. So uh, the next two, I think, could be upswings for them. And then they'll I can't imagine they'll do a fourth Venom. That seems crazy after doing three. But they may do something in the next in that. I feel like. They're going to be making Venom 10. You know what I mean? Like they're just going to ride this Venom thing until. <laughs> I think I think Pete might be right there just because Sony doesn't know what they're doing with any of the Spider-Man stuff ever. Whenever they can see... make other movies. They don't have to make these. Well, they do. They need to keep making Spider-Man movies to hold on to the rights to Spider-Man, which is their biggest moneymaker by far. Well, I think they can make, keep making Spider-Man movies, but they don't yes. need to keep making these scrape in the side of the barrel yeah. Spider-Man movies. Yeah, they got to figure out a way to do that. It's obviously now intrinsically tied up with the MCU and what's going on with Marvel Studios over at Disney. So I guess we'll see what happens there. I think there probably will be a Spider-Man 4 before there's yeah anything else beyond that, probably. Um, but... I don't know. We'll see. We'll see what happens. I, I think my big tip to them is like, don't don't make bad movies. You know, like you don't have to make these movies. I think Why if they had gone to the idea of, hey, we have Madam Web, we have an opportunity to make a Final Destination thriller. Let's just do that. That's much more fun. It does. They don't all need to be. Here's the start of a new universe. Here's a superhero universe, etc. What about what? live action Miles Morales? 
Sure. Yeah, that's fun. Yeah. Um, that feels I, like an area they would move into. Yeah, yeah I, that would be smart. But maybe yeah. not till after the animated movies. Again. Yeah, that's the big thing, is that Miles feels so iconic to the Spider-Verse movies now. Finish that stuff up, and then, then you can do what you want. And that's supposed to come out, I think, what, March 30th or something? Just kidding. <laughs> March, that's what they said like a while ago. <laughs> March 30th, 2000 and never, am I right? Yeah. Wow. Are we going to get another Tom Holland uh, Spider-Man movie? Yeah, probably. Def. Yeah, that's right. the thing that they're discussing. There's a lot of rumors coming out about it right now, and I think it just comes down to, like, what's the story, obviously? Like, what do they want to do? What does Sony want to do for Sony, which is obviously an issue and a problem? But also, Marvel is reevaluating everything behind the scenes. I think they know a Spider-Man movie will do well, but how does that fit into them reassessing their plans for their overall slate. How does it fit in? Uh, that's something they need to figure out as well. So, I think we get one more Tom Holland and then he might be done. Yeah. I think we get more than one. Okay. Well, one more Spider-Man, he'll appear in the, some other Marvel movies closing out this phase, but I think he's ready to be uh, done with this stint. I think yeah. not that yeah, his but- other movies are hidden because they're a little off too, but we'll see. We shall see what happens. All right. That is it for this episode. Let us know what you thought of Madam Web. Uh, we'd love to hear from you. Um, Patreon.com slash comic book club to support this show and all the shows we do. Uh, Apple, Spotify, Stitcher. No, excuse me. Apple, Spotify, Android, or the app of your choice to subscribe, listen, and follow the show at Comic Book Live on Twitter slash X. Comic Book Club Live on TikTok and Instagram. ComicBookClubLive.com for this podcast anymore. Until next time, stay marvelous. Did you like our Madam Web, Mr. Kreb? Ha 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 ha.